Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. We are rolling for the Growing in Grace podcast. I'm Cap. He's Joel right over there. And you are you, I think. I think so. I'm you. You're me. No, you're me. You're you. I'm me. They are them. You and me and a dog named Boo. And a boy named Sue. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. It did not take us long to go (laughs) off the wayward path here. Well, we don't have to try really to go a wayward (laughs) <laughs> it's just carry on carry on my wayward son yeah we could do a whole podcast of old songs how about that <laughs> boy names you know a lot We're of just people dust in the wind up on uh you know the clash of the covenants book has a lot of embedded musical references in there especially from yesteryear of the classic rock era yeah all we are is dust in the wind <laughs> You know, I, I turned on uh, the radio yesterday when I got in the car and Casey Kasem's Top 40 was on there from the 70s. Oh, yeah. And that song was on there. Oh, really? Uh, oh. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking to myself that that was a pretty good year. And Casey came on afterward and said, you know, from the, the million plus selling album Left Overture, which mm-hmm. was, you know, I, I loved music. I didn't have a huge collection of, of albums. But that was one of them, Left Overture from from Kansas. But yeah, mm. that was uh, that was uh, kind of a special time. And you know, there was uh, some believers in in the group of Kansas. Right. Carrie Livgren is probably well known by people who are familiar with the the Christian music side of things, contemporary Christian rock, and so forth. And he was it was his guitar on those Kansas songs. Yeah, it wasn't uh, what John Elefante and. John joined, um, uh, yeah, once uh, on. once Steve left the lead vocals, uh, Kansas continued with John Elefante as, as a lead singer. And, and a couple of my favorite Christian <laughs> albums back uh, in the day, Joel, like in the 90s, was, um, I'm thinking if it was 80s or 90s, I can't remember, but the, uh, John Elefante uh, put out, him and his brother put out two albums called Mastodon. Yeah, John and Dino. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty I think one was just called I don't know what the first one was entitled. Maybe it was just Mastodon. Not to but, be confused with the Flintstones dog. <laughs> Dino. Dino. <laughs> or the pianist. Right? Don't get me started. Don't get me started on the Flintstones. <laughs> There's a whole other story that happened yesterday on the Flintstones, and I don't want to go into it here because we, we've got other stuff. <laughs> it's just weird you even mentioned the Flintstones after what happened in my life yeah. yesterday. But, oh. hmm. um we we got to get back into Hebrews 10 here, right? I suppose. I don't know. Do we have to? I guess some we do. people are probably curious now about the stones, but we'll we'll come back to that in a, in a future podcast where we left off Joel verse 10 of Hebrews 10 by that will of God. What was the will of God? You know, as you look through the passage here, and, and you know, look, look at not just the verses, but the passage and the passages leading up to it. And go to the Greek if you have to. But really, what's being said here is those old sacrifices under the law—they really weren't the will of God. He had no desire for those. But Jesus did come to do the will of God. Lo and behold, with a sacrifice 
that would end all sacrifices. And it's by that will, verse 10, that we have been sanctified, we have been sanctified mm-hmm. through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Now, this isn't the only reference to our sanctification already being complete. It's not a progressive thing like the religious business will try to tell you. It's, it's not a progressive thing. It's something that was done through Christ, and, and we're the beneficiaries of that. Um, because every priest, verse 11, every priest stands ministering daily and offering repeatedly the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, one sacrifice of sins forever, remember the eternal redemption we talked about in Hebrews 9? He sat down at the right hand of God. Now, that's significant because priests didn't normally sit down in the forgiveness factory. It was a 24, as it kind of implies here, it was kind of a 24-hour-a-day operation. You know, <laughs> they worked first, second, and third shift. Uh, back then, they probably had two shifts. You know, there were 12-hour shifts on, on the Jewish clock. But the point here is Jesus sat down. Now, no priest, why did the priests under the law from the tribe of Levi, why did they not sit down? Because the job was never finished. There was always more blood, more forgiveness that needed to be dished out, uh, never taking away sins, requiring uh, you know all of these things to continue this, this cycle, spinning their wheels, never really getting anywhere. But, but, again, the contrast here, this man, Jesus, after he offered one, one sacrifice for sins, sat down. One sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God, waiting uh, for that time till his enemies are made his footstool. And so again, by verse 14, and then I'll get it to you here, Joel, for by one offering, he has perfected, he has perfected something the law couldn't do forever, perfected forever. There's that word again. Uh, Though he perfected forever those who are being sanctified. Now, some might say, well, see, it's progressive right there. No, it's just people coming to Christ. People people are being sanctified as they come to Christ. That's all that means. Right, yeah. And in fact, a lot of uh, the versions of the Bible say those who are sanctified. But like you're yes. saying, that's what, that's really what it's saying, is that people are coming to Christ, and as they're coming to Christ, they're being sanctified. Uh, it's not like it's an ongoing process, like you say. Uh, for one thing, he has perfected forever. He's perfected them forever. <laughs> so, sir, it's yeah, not like how, they're in a how much process. More sanctified can you get? Yes, it's not like you're in a process exactly of being sanctified, but you've been sanctified. That's who you are in Christ. And there are many other verses that actually in in, in the New Testament scriptures that say that we have been sanctified. We've been through that on our podcast before. We've done podcasts on that. If I think about it, I will link to something that we've done on that just just to drive that point home yeah um, and, and don't forget the little trick on on the growingandgrace.org website there's a search box you could type in sanctify or sanctified and you'll, you'll get some programs right exactly and so the book of, of hebrews goes on the writer continues talking about this same thing and what i love about all of this is that again as we've talked about it's easy to get caught up on verses, but as you look at this message as a whole, it's it's just such a, a really, really great message. Um, so it, he continues on, the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us, for after he said before, this is the covenant, and going back to, like you were saying, he's kind of 
building on some things you said before, repeating some things. This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds I will write them. And I believe that in this series we've covered what the writer has previously said about that, so I won't repeat all that. But basically, the laws, isn't. it's not talking about the Ten Commandments. It's not talking about the law of Moses. That was the ministry of death and condemnation. That was the ministry that led to bondage. That was the the ministry, you know, the law increased sin and sin abounded through the law. But the law of love, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, that is what has set us free from the law of sin and death. That's what's on our hearts. He wouldn't put the old stone ministry that led to death into our hearts. It's not that law. It's these laws. And so that's what's in our hearts. And, I, and again, I believe we've already talked about that in this series. Then he adds, their sins and their lawless deeds... I will remember no more. (laughs) And we, here we are, with our sins and our lawless deeds, we're confessing them to God. We're always bringing them up. God, I, I I can't believe I did that. And always bringing up to God what he says he doesn't even remember anymore. This is something that he has intentionally put out of his mind that he's for, he's forgiven us he's taken these sins away and then this next verse is just brilliant it's just awesome and I'll explain why maybe next time because we'll uh in verse 26 there's a scary verse that uh, is that that I think is really if you look at verse 18 it helps the verse 26 to make a whole lot more sense but now where there is remission of these there is no longer an offering for sin so guess what? There is, he's, he's making the point that there is remission of sins. Their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. The sins have been forgiven. Another word for remission is forgiven. Forgiven, remission, there is remission of these sins. And so, since that one sacrifice provided the remission of sins, there is no longer an offering for sin. There's nothing left that can be done. There's no other offering that has to happen. There's no other offering that can happen because the one offering worked. That's why there is remission of sins, and there's never ever ever going to be another sacrifice for sins because the one sacrifice worked. It worked. And, and you know, earlier in, in Hebrews 10, remember that the, the law... Uh, the the commandments, the sacrifices, all all of the law, uh, it was designed to bring a reminder of sins. So you know, to your point, Joel, it's it's not the law, it's not the stone tablets, it's not those commandments that are written on our hearts. It's the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It's, right. it's it containing the law of of faith and 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 love. So do you see this? Do you, do you see what we're trying to say here with this? The, the law and the commandments and the stone tablets and the animal sacrifices, they brought a reminder of sins. God is saying, I don't remember them anymore. So it wouldn't make any sense for God to write that law on our hearts. Right. And you made another good point. Let me try to add to it. And that is, if you think confessing sins is your placeholder for getting forgiveness from God over and over and over again, uh, you're remembering what God said he wouldn't. You know? <laughs> so, and, and so if you're confessing them, that means you're remembering them. When God says you've been perfected and sanctified, he remembers them no more. 
So how is it that we're confessing something to God that he says he refuses to remember? You see, the math just isn't adding up on what religion has taught us in, in most church circles. Uh, and, and the thing I would also point out here is, leading into this, uh, the writer here says, it's the Holy Spirit bears witness or witnesses to us or testifies to us. This is the, the testimony of the Holy Spirit right. <laughs> that I am going to put something new on your hearts and I won't remember your uh, sins and lawless deeds anymore because of what Jesus has done. And verse 18, where there is remission, where there is forgiveness, and there is, we've already discovered that through what we've just read through, there is no longer an offering for sin. In other words, there's no more blood being shed. There's no more forgiveness being dished out because of that. And so now we have a, a boldness and a, and a confidence, not in ourselves, not because we reduced our sin count, which is beneficial and profitable in this life mm -hmm. um, to do that. We're not encouraging sin, of course not, but we have a confidence, and it's in Jesus. Um, I used to I used to have an up and down roller coaster confidence in my younger years as a Christian. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, I mean it came and, and it went, and when it when it came, it was great. Uh, not so much the other way around, and 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 yet our confidence is, is not in what I think I'm doing right. And what I think I'm overcoming, uh, it's it's all based upon Jesus, who is the ultimate overcomer. Right, and that's why the next verse, verse 19, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a there's so many things to focus on here, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us, man, uh, through the veil that is his flesh. There's so many things to break down in that one. It's really just part of a sentence that I've read so far, two verses, but just part of a sentence. Um, and we'll be wrapping it up for this one. But just think about this. We have boldness to enter the holy, you know, the the, the secret place of God, the deep places of God, let's, let's put it that way, by the blood of Jesus. Again, not by our confessions, not by our works, not by our asking for forgiveness, not by anything, but by the blood of Jesus. It's by a new way, something contrasted with the old way. The old way, again, couldn't ever provide forgiveness or redemption or remission of sins or anything couldn't take away our sins, but it's a new way. It's a living way. We've been made alive with the very life of Christ that he, he consecrated this way for us. We didn't do it with nothing but our own consecrated ways <laughs> and through the veil that is his flesh. Again, his body that was prepared for this. It's all by what he has done. So, as always, plenty more to get through in this. Um, we'll get to that scary verse that I mentioned in verse 26 next week and just loving talking about this forgiveness that we have in Christ Jesus. So stay with us next week right here, Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.